couple of episodes ago, I talked about the way society likes us to make up our minds, and in particular to be single-minded about things, so that the question of who do you support, or what do you like, or what's your politics, or what's your religion, is expected in the most circumstances that aren't very nuanced. In other words, I'm not including here academic circles where there might be a more ready ear for a nuanced answer. But society as a whole likes people to be unequivocally, for example, left or right, religious or not religious, theist or atheist, Christian, Muslim, Jew, Hindu or whatever. And it also likes us to express clear and largely unequivocal preferences for things like music, art, literature, even science and mathematics. People ask questions like, where do you stand on followed by the name of an author, a composer, a psychologist. And the expectation in most cases is that you will give a fairly straightforward, simple, clear answer like, oh, I like Freud. I'm a great Freud believer. I'm a Freudian. Or... I support Liverpool, or I'm a conservative, or I'm a socialist, or I'm a Marxist, or I'm a Jew, I'm a Muslim, whatever it might be. And even over matters that one might think didn't really amount to very much, such as which tennis players you support or follow, people will still be pro or anti one or other of the players that are playing a match as part of what gives it the enjoyment. The moment you become indifferent, the game ceases to serve any purpose. And so, in a sense, our propensity to side with one or the other of a pair of protagonists is what gives the whole genre of a game or an authorship or music or whatever it might be and it's it's pith and moment as soon as i say well i really don't care the whole matter starts to look somewhat trivial even irrelevant but those aren't the only extremes it isn't a matter of saying i'm an avid mozart fan or i love the beatles to the exclusion of all else Or to say, I don't like music at all, it's of no interest to me. Why can't we be much more nuanced in the sense of having, I suppose, uh, layers of relatively equivocal support and admiration for not just authors and composers and football teams and political parties, but pretty much everything. So that if you ask about a person, assuming you know them reasonably well, you might be inclined to say, well, I think on this matter they're nearly always right and I would support them. On this matter I have some doubts on this matter. So that 
the response that we give is remarkably like a kind of series of layers, a little bit akin to the levels of energy that we encounter in atoms or in quantum theory, where how much support we give, how much energy we give, how much enthusiasm we have for different elements of someone's life, behavior, contribution to society, whether it be a person or a team or a composer or a political hue, all of this becomes a great deal more nuanced. And the question, where do you stand? Who do you support? Who do you play for? Who do you bat for? Who do you make propaganda for? In Isaiah Berlin's phrase, isn't one where we give a clear, unequivocal, single answer, but say, in fact, I have many views of this person. I probably also have, frankly, many views of myself. I may well have considerable doubts about either my behaviour or my ability or my understanding or my reliability. In some matters, I may be a person of great integrity and in others, someone that can't entirely be trusted. We love to be able to say that we think someone is entirely one thing or another, but it simply isn't true. And so you come across this all over the world in all sorts of circumstances. And I think I first became acutely conscious of it when I used to have arguments with people about such things as you know, John Calvin or Martin Luther or Thomas Aquinas or Kant or Descartes or even David Hume and Wittgenstein, where, where people wanted really to be wholehearted supporters, pro, for them or wholeheartedly condemn them so that they would say, oh, he's a Calvinist. And everything John Calvin wrote is thereby automatically rendered null and void, either worthless or worse, malignant, a bad thing, when in reality that simply isn't the case for anyone's writing or indeed anything else that they do or any other way that they live their lives. The reality is that there are bits of it that are good and there are bits of it that are not so good and that a nuanced, appropriate response to them will take account not only of their layers of ability, reliability, admirability, respectability, integrity, but also our own. Because in areas where we are not particularly con con competent, or indeed in areas where we are not particularly knowledgeable or indeed areas where we're not particularly reliable where our judgment might be at fault in question we should have a sort of reciprocal response to them and our evaluation of them based upon the relative reliability or unreliability of our own ability to assess them so that we suddenly find ourselves in an extraordinarily complex world where the question, where do you stand, 
who do you play for, who do you support, becomes almost impossible to answer in the way that society really rather likes us to, so that it, as you might say, knows who we are and who we'll play for in any given circumstance. Because in it, at its roots, at its primitive roots, that's exactly what it's about. It's about whether in, when push comes to shove, you will pick up your longbow or your sword or your whatever it might be, or your machete or your rifle and fight for your tribe or not. But that very primitive, original source of this desire for the unequivocal is one that we should well have grown out of by now because it's very infantile very immature and it doesn't begin to reflect the complexity of the world in which we live and therefore it is not something that we can regard as a reliable guide to what is true conceived as the best we can do right now Thank you for listening.